When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my review of Barbie, which is one of the first films that I can remember that has a cult following before it hits theaters. Usually it's the other way around, but the screening that I went to tonight, which was a mixture of critics and also audience members, I was one of the only people in the entire room that wasn't wearing pink. And again, I think that included the other critics in the room. So I guess I'm not quite as caught up in Barbie hysteria as a lot of other people, but this was one of my most anticipated movies of the summer, largely because of Greta Gerwig behind the camera and also on co-screenwriting duties with Noah Baumbach. Barbie is also the latest release by Warner Brothers Discovery, whose CEO David Zaslav was paid $39 million last year, but who also claims that the company can't afford to pay writers and actors. Margot Robbie plays Barbie, or one of many Barbies who all share the same name, and she lives an idyllic life in Barbieland alongside all of her counterparts and her manufactured love interest Ken, played by Ryan Gosling, although Ken is way more into the interest part of love interest than Barbie. But when real-world thoughts begin invading Barbie's perfect life, she travels to the real world and finds out that it's not everything that she imagined it would be. If you thought that you were going to get an off-the-assembly-line piece of corporate filmmaking from Greta Gerwig, well, then those expectations were always unfounded because I do think that she is one of the most talented filmmakers working today, and honestly, I don't think that she could manufacture a piece of corporate art if she tried. But I think that part of film criticism is helping to set expectations as well. So I do feel obliged to say that if you are expecting this sort of quirky journey into adventure, with this indie sensibility, a lot like what the trailers have promised, well, that's not exactly what you're getting either. Part of Barbie may take place in a fantasy land, but it is a movie that is firmly planted in the real world. It shouldn't be surprising that Barbie's role in society is tackled in a movie about, well, you know, Barbie, but this movie goes further to tell a story directed at all women and their kins in the world. Feminism and the patriarchy, those are two very triggering words, especially on certain corners of the internet, but they are ingrained into the DNA of this film. It's not that the film operates on a metaphorical or an allegorical level when it comes to those things. It is the core of this movie. It is what the plot is about, stated obviously and at the top and on front in big flashing letters. The patriarchy is as much a part of this movie as Barbie and Ken are, and the movie's not shy about approaching that. Honestly, I have to give Barbie credit for subverting expectations and putting a message this big into a movie about a children's toy. It'd be kind of like if you went to see the Super Mario Brothers movie, but Bowser's big plan was to bust the Brooklyn Plumbers Union, and Mario and Luigi could only beat Bowser if they were able to successfully convince the Koopa Troopas of the value of organized labor. 
I think that this is absolutely going to be a favorite film of the year for many people in the audience, but I also think that some people may be a little turned off by the content of the film only because they went to the Barbie film expecting a little more fantasy and a little less reality. Personally, I agree with the underlying message of the movie, but I found the delivery of it to be extremely heavy-handed. There were some scenes that practically come with pauses and an applause sign to wait for the audience to cheer based on what's being said, which by the way, in my screening, they did one scene in particular. For some people, it's going to be cathartic to hear those things said on screen, but for me, it felt like low-hanging fruit and quite frankly, a little preachy. I think it's something that maybe the older people in the crowd, the 35-year-olds may appreciate, more than the 8 or 10-year-old kids that might have just come to see the Barbie movie. At times, this unconventional approach, though, really worked. There are often kind of metaphysical things that happen in the movie as you're following Barbie on her journey. And those are the moments where I really connected to the movie, when it actually explores the nature of Barbie the character on screen. There's one scene with a group of high school girls that tackles Barbie's legacy directly and raises some really interesting questions and existential crises for its lead character but it isn't really revisited after that in favor of telling this bigger societal story. I kind of preferred the smaller one, and I think that you can bring in a lot of those same themes. The performances are the movie's strongest asset. Margot Robbie is great. She hasn't had a lot of luck lately with some of her choices, so it's good to see that a wide audience is going to be reminded of why she is such a sought-after actress. Barbie goes through a lot in this movie, and Robbie plays her character's journey of awakening with confusion, terror, humor, bittersweet acceptance. It's a role that requires a lot from her, and she delivers. Ryan Gosling gets the broadly comic role as Ken, which allows him to steal a lot of scenes in the movie. He also turns in a great performance, even if the material they give Ken wasn't always my favorite in the movie. It's much more of a one-note character than Barbie gets, but eventually he also gets to take his own journey. The supporting cast is also strong, if a bit underdeveloped. The real-world characters in particular seem like they're going to play a critical role in the movie, but then are largely forgotten about. At least America Ferreira gets what I think will be a lot of people's favorite scene in the film, though it's the one I found to be most on the nose. Will Ferrell is almost completely lost in the shuffle. He pops up for a few scenes and then is pretty much forgotten about until the end of the movie, while having a character who is the real-world CEO of Mattel is an interesting meta-twist in the movie and I like how the movie handles this weird kind of parallel worlds thing that's going on. In the broader sense of what they're doing in the film, this character feels like a leftover from a previous version when it was more focused kind of on the Barbie Mattel thing and not the overall broader social message of the movie and the two things just don't really seem to go together. The various other Barbies and Kens help to round out Barbie's world. Issa Rae, as President Barbie, gets some of the movie's biggest laughs, while Kate McKinnon brings an oddball energy as Weird Barbie, so I guess that makes sense. It's the kind of character that she's done so many times before, but only because she's good at playing them. I also liked Michael Sarah as a character named Alan, kind of a fish out of water who doesn't identify with the Kens, but he's another character that is built up, it seems, to be something important, and then the movie does 
doesn't really do a whole lot with it. On a technical level, Barbie is one of the most impressive films I've seen this year. The cinematography from Rodrigo Prieto is lush and takes us inside of the fictional neon Mattel world immersively and in a way that's distinct from Barbie's time in the real world. The production design by Sarah Greenwood and the set decoration by Katie Spencer, these are two six-time Oscar nominees for movies like Beauty and the Beast and Atonement. I think the seventh time might be the charm when it comes to the Academy Awards because I wanted to soak in every second of these Barbie Land sets. It's one of those movie sets that I wish I could have just visited while it was still standing and walked around in. This is spectacular work from them and really goes to show you the merging of what I'm sure was some computer technology, CG, etc., and then a lot of practical work, set design, cinematography, the merging of the analog and the digital worlds to where the lines blur and you don't quite know what's what that's how these two things should work together and they work together really well in this film it's a beautiful looking movie and it's the kind of movie that already seems to have assembled a flock of fierce defenders and i understand that but i also think it's possible to recognize that greta gerwig is one of the most innovative and exciting working directors today while also raising my personal issues with her work as a screenwriter and the structure and the story of the movie i also think it's fair game to have issues with the way that it does its messaging while also recognizing the exceptional quality to a lot of the movie. It was the definition for me of a mixed bag. I love the acting in the movie. I laughed at several of the jokes, but there were also long stretches where I felt like it was just kind of talking at me instead of trying to engage me as a viewer. It flirts with telling a truly unique, world-blending, generation-spanning, introspective story about Barbie, but then seems to become more interested in making what I thought were some of the same points about society that we've seen before in many movies and TV shows, while also trafficking in what I thought were some tired stereotypes comedically in the second half of the film. Overall for me, Barbie lands in the upper range of the it's fine layer with the caveat that a lot of people are going to love this movie. I'm not taking that away from them, but a lot of it just fell flat for me. So those are my somewhat complicated thoughts on Barbie, and I'm sure that everybody will receive them warmly. Let me know what you think down in the comments below, and whether you are anticipating Barbie as much as everybody else seems to. And as always, stay tuned right here on the channel. Later this week, I'll have my review of Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. I also have some streaming charts, any breaking movie news. I will be following the strike as it advances. So please stay tuned right here, and thank you so much for spending part of your day here with me to talk about Barbie. Until next time, stay safe. And I'll see you then. Bye. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. 
and all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.